The only limitation of today is 24 hours, and it's a man-made construct based off of the relativity of what's happened to me in my past, the bankruptcy, I abused when I was nine. We all got the list of them. But I take those defining moments and inflection points and I give it meaning that is going to help me today and propel me to the future, protect me and promote me into a better place, a better position. What's your advice to somebody who feels like, I don't love myself? It's interesting. Um, I've been asked so many different questions no one's ever asked me that question. Um, so the first thing I tell people is you can't find outside of you what you can't find inside of you. And so I like to ask myself open-ended questions. What are you doing today that you like? What are you doing today that you don't like? How can I be of service or value to that? Meaning to make those changes or who sits in a situation that I wanna be in to give me directions on how to heal that. The overwhelming answer when we look within and the advice that I would give is I get people to at least start looking in as a first step to create coherence of remembering I need to heal myself and actually healing myself is a step beyond, which is a faith. I talked about earlier that I told my mom that I didn't believe in God and she said, oh yes you do, you just don't know what God you're serving. Um, I think it's really important to shift a paradigm. And I'll, I'll tell the story of the paradigm that I had to shift and it helps so many other people. When I was three years old, you know how much I care about my mom and how high in regard I talk to her, but my mom doesn't yell. My mom never hits as a mom. In fact, my wife, I'm sure she's not gonna like this, but my wife always tells my mom, you know what David's problem is, is you never yelled at him or hit him. Um, I disagree, but at three years old, I reached out to touch a hot stove and my mom instantly reacted by slapping my hand extremely hard and screaming at me no my immediate reaction was crying and asking her why are you punishing me what did i do what did i do and i was terrified and she immediately hugged me and she patted and said whoa, 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 whoa. i'm not punishing you i'm protecting you i'm promoting you, you you're going to get burned if you touch that stove so many of us, as we explore within, we have to have the faith that there's something bigger than us. But unlike my mom, an omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent mom that loves us more than even my mom loves me, so that every time that I get slapped outside of me, every time I have pain, failures, setbacks, and mistakes, that my mindset is, oh, I'm being protected and promoted. Oh, bankruptcy? Oh, I probably don't know what I don't know. And if I continue on this way with all of that money, I'm gonna end up getting burned. And this one perspective paradigm shift allows us to not only look within, but to realize with faith that we are being protected and promoted by all the things that are creating the interference outside of us, which allows us to create what I call the foundational uh, application of why, where so many people that are full of hate, condition, judgment, ego, they don't understand they're in search of something they already have. Most people will tell you when they're in that mindset, I need to get more money. I need to get more healthy. I need to get more worthy. I, I need to get more happy. 
because they're full of hate. If I can teach them not only to look within and heal, but also to have faith, and then finally to say, wait a second, if I am connected to and through the greatest source, power, omniscient, all-knowing, omnipresent power that loves me more than my mom, then I am happy, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am worthy. I just gotta figure out what I'm doing to interfere with it. And this hate is interfering with my truth, my potential, my love, the light and the lessons of the journey that I've been blessed with, with full appreciation, acknowledgement, and the ability to dream and to ask for more. What's interesting is, you, you know, I, I know a little bit about your story, again, looking from the outside in. And I'd heard about, you know, losing a fortune, the bounce back from that. But it sounds like it was a couple years before that, that, that the real transformation happened. Do you feel like, is that what really fueled you to kind of come out of that tough time? That, that you'd already kind of changed your perspective? And, and what's allowed you to not just let that kind of be a, you know, something that happened once and now I kind of go back to my own ways, but that's really stuck. Like how did it get that deep that this has actually transformed who you are? One word, and it's from actually most famous word here in America made by an NFL football coach who went to my college, played at my college, coached at my college, was in my own fraternity, actually handed me my scholar athlete award when I played American football in college. Practice, practice. I started to understand the practices of my life, the practices of values, the practices of knowing what I want, who I can help, who can help me, how best to get it done, and a practice of prioritization, the antidote to procrastination and feeling overwhelmed. I practiced identifying ego. I practiced stopping. I practiced breathing and all the different practices, meditation, nutrition, help. I practiced my non-negotiable. Practice, practice, practice. And they built upon each other. They aggregated and compounded to give me an exponential result. But it started before I decided any of the habits, any of the behaviors that were gonna get me there. It started with the understanding of something called coherence, the fuel of practice, the habit machine itself. Coherence is why I teach gratitude. Gratitude's powerful, but I make an assumption that everybody knows gratitude is powerful. Everyone knows it's free. Everyone knows it takes 0.1 seconds. The problem with gratitude is most people don't have coherence of gratitude. You see, I can tell everyone about all the world thought leaders that I surrounded myself with and they all agree gratitude's powerful. I can tell them about the physics, quantum physics and metaphysics of why gratitude's so powerful. I can give them a thousand testimonials of people to tell them that saying thank you before I went to bed and when I woke up changed my life exponentially. But by tonight, all of your viewers, everyone listening and watching this, almost half of them won't say thank you. By tomorrow morning, Another half of them won't say thank you. And within three days, almost all of us will stop saying thank you. Why? Because they don't learn coherence. Coherence is remembering what's important to me and doing that first. Remembering what's most important to me. So, so many people live their lives like tubes, food in, food out, paycheck in, paycheck out, or Camus the stranger, the myth of Sisyphus, push the boulder to the top of the hill every day just to have it roll down to the bottom because they have no coherence. They can't remember what's important to them and then they can't do it. 
And so I teach coherence through gratitude. Might as well start with the easiest, fastest, cheapest, most inexpensive and powerful one. And if I can teach you to say thank you before you go to bed and when you wake up, I can then start adding additional behaviors that will allow you effectively to compound, accelerate, to aggregate into a trajectory of something that most people, it surpasses their reality. What I want is my reality to surpass your imagination through practicing and practicing and utilizing coherence, we can aggregate exactly, if not better than what we want every single day, understanding how to utilize the 24 hours that collects us all. The only limitation of today is 24 hours and it's a man-made construct based off of the relativity of what's happened to me in my past, the bankruptcy, I abused when I was nine. We all got the list of them. But I take those defining moments and inflection points and I give it meaning that is going to help me today and propel me to the future, protect me and promote me into a better place, a better position. And so I've created coherence, practices, and then effectuating the mind, body, and soul through mindset, heart set, and hand set in order to be efficient, effective, and statistically successful in those practices. Wow, I mean, I feel like I, I, there's like so many layers to that, but I, I think, I mean, I love hearing practice. I love that, you know, somebody who'd already reached the top, name the top in multiple areas, you'd reach the top and where did you go to practice? I think that that's really, you know, an important message for anyone at any stage to hear. But I'm also, I think one of the things I still trying to figure out is with this coherence, then really kind of figure out what your priority is and doing it first. At a certain time, you would have said your priority potentially was money. So, was. so how did how did you figure out what your true priority was? Like, how did you get deeper than that? Yeah, so I created practices to prioritize. And it started with what's non-negotiable because I figured if I could have non-negotiable every days, then I could then have a standardized practice of beyond anything. And that paradigm shift happened because it was, for me, I would say it was family, then finance, and then health. Faith wasn't even in here. I shifted that paradigm to health was a non-negotiable, then family, and then student of my calendar, time. So many people waste 80% of their time on things that bleed them. I reconcile my time with gratitude saying, yes, there's light, love, and lessons in everything. Every interview, every circumstance, event, and every person and idea, but is it worth my time? Therefore, I'm feeding that which feeds me, not getting bled. And it allows me to be more productive, accessible, and gracious. So those three non-negotiables take two hours and 17 minutes. People will say to you, when you talk about David Meltzer, I don't know how that guy does it. He's one of the most active people I've ever said. They might even call me busy. I hate that word because busy means unavailable. I'm accessible. But I'm only utilizing two hours and 17 minutes to be non-negotiable. That leaves 21 hours and 43 minutes to do whatever the F I want. And so how do I prioritize the other 21 hours and 43 minutes? Now remember, I'm still more active just having a minimum amount of time, two hours and 70 minutes. I have all my prioritized things guaranteed done every day. I'll always be healthy, I'll always have great family, and I'll always utilize my time effectively. Now, all I gotta do is have what I want, who I can help, who can help me, how best to get that done, and then I'll be able to prioritize because I always know what's important to me, and I always know how to reprioritize it. See, prioritization, the antidote to procrastination and feeling overwhelmed is a matter of understanding what's important to you. 
When you have your non-negotiables, you already get the most important things every day done. But now, according to circumstance, I get the next most important thing and I can make decisions like this because I already know what's important personally, experientially, giving and receiving wise every day in a trajectory that scares the shit out of everyone else, even me, for the future because it's unlimited. So when I tell you and I meet you the first time, hey, what do you do? Oh, I'm gonna change the world. People are scared of me. I tell them how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna empower people to be happy, to make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Over a billion people, by the way. They're even more scared of me. It's not a low bar. No, but it shouldn't be because there's no limitations in the future. I can tell you I'm gonna go to that you know billion galaxies away by the time I'm, there's no limitation, but people don't do it. They'll laugh at you, scoff at you and make fun of you. And guess what? When you do it, they'll applaud you.